Hello and welcome to Sailor Time to Pause, last day of the month, so what? This is Sam coming at you after we've recorded. For some reason, the audio quality on my microphone means that sometimes I sound a bit like a frog. So apologies for that. But anyway, into it we go. Hello, Gracie. How are you? Hello, Sam. Nice to see you. Nice to see you with your Christmas tree in the background. Very festive. Yes. Now, some might think a bit early, but early. My West Country accent came in very late. Um, (laughs) But, you know, there's enough darkness going on, isn't there? So I thought going to light up my flat. Yes. I think they're a cracking decoration and I don't see why you can't have one up all all year round. Yeah, that's true. I think my dog might wee up against it, though. Oh, yeah. All the time. And the lifespan of a Christmas tree. Yeah. So I've got a real one. So that's partly, again, why I've gone for um, it early to get my money's worth. But I did hear a very good tip on how to keep them alive for longer. So instead of using water, to water them, uh, use lemonade. Oh. There you go. A fun fact. Not diet, full-fat lemonade. Full-fat. Do you have to see if they prefer cloudy or non-cloudy? I'm not sure you have to go into conversation. It's not one of those things where, you know, you've got to see if they're intolerant or anything. Okay. Literally pour it in. Oh, right. Okay. Nice. There you go. Good tip, good tip for all those Christmas tip, tree, Christmas tree people out there. Yeah. I don't know what's in the lemonade to keep it going, but there we go. I can also confirm that although, you know, you get paint this great picture of putting up your decorations and it all being nice and Christmassy and pop some carols on in the background, la 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 and all that lot. But when you're on your own, it's a little bit more frustrating than that. And when wow. you're only four for eight, tall it's even harder yes and your christmas tree touches the ceiling i can see well it is on the table oh it's on the table i yeah, thought it was just really tall no it's it's tall for me it's five foot oh okay um so it's taller than me um but yeah it's quite difficult to because you've also got to cut off the end of the tree uh you've got a saw uh, uh an inch off the bottom which again you think oh that's easy it's not easy when you've only got a bread knife. <laughs> <laughs> talking of bread, talking of bread, do you think? Do you ever think what a great time to be alive? Not often enough, I don't think. Well, I think maybe open your eyes to how brilliant life can be, right? Okay. Do you think about it? We can Zoom. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I can see you, you can see me. We mm-hmm. can do this. We don't have to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. That makes it sound like we've got issues. It's not that geographical issue. <laughs> got mobile phones. We can fly across the world. Mm-hmm. But do you know what's made me think today? What a great time to be alive. Just before I came on this call, I had my lunch. Do you know yeah. what it was? So it's bready? <gasps> yes, bready. In fact, specifically, tiger bread. Oh. I mean, come on. Yeah. What are we saying? Like five years ago, you couldn't get any tigers in bread. Yeah, it wasn't a thing, was it? Yeah, no, it's a thing that now tigers are making bread as well as bakers, yeah. What makes tiger bread tiger bread? I don't know. I don't care. I just know that it tastes amazing. It is good bread. Nice and nice and crusty and mm. 
the inside is yet so soft and as long as it's not old then yeah stay I'll take back mm. the old it could it might be fresh and old but it can't be okay. yeah you can yeah. <laughs> well, there we go anyway do you want a joke yes please well I haven't got one but I have got like um a funny incident to tell you about okay now these these are often funnier than jokes so well yeah and this is true I'm putting the pressure on now cool right the other day I walked into my living room and there was a man sat in the middle of my living room in his canoe and I went oi you can't just come barging in here Hello, Sam again, post-recording. I promise you in this part I was laughing, but my microphone didn't pick me up. Anyway, back to me. Very good. Very good. Very good. I, I like that. I was picturing, um, you know, Friends, the TV Oh, show, yeah. When they, they get all their furniture stolen and sitting in a canoe. Oh, moment for Friends. Yeah. I will stop and breathe in your presence Just breathe Is it controversial to think, you know, when um, uh, Ian, Ian, no, it wasn't Ian, Neil, Neil. referred to favourite Bible verses? Mm. Is it controversial that that makes me feel a bit, um, it's not a judgment on Neil and what he said, it's, it's more the actual thing of having a fi- favourite Bible verse. Yeah. Slightly makes my um, teeth itch. Okay. As in, it's great that people can draw on a bit of the word of God and get encouragement from it. I get that, I get that. Mm -hmm. But when, I don't know how to word it without, I don't want to offend anybody, but just want to be honest and say, I don't, I feel a little bit uncomfortable about having a chart of favourite verses. And am I, do you think I'm the only one who thinks that? Um, I think I can almost see where you're coming from. Why is that? I wonder if it's because it's. I, I was conscious of not taking things out of context. Okay. It, maybe it's a, a thing that I have a problem with in that I might have a tendency to pick a verse because it suits that situation yep. and I can bend it to that to mm. make it fit. And so when that happens, perhaps that um, takes off the challenge of that verse yep. for me to look into it and to to really understand what that means yeah no I, like that. I mean yeah 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 yeah. i also think if somebody asked me what my favorite bible verse was i don't think i'd be able to say what it is i don't know why i do know why because it's, it's quite hard to pinpoint one as your favorite mm. there's a lot that i like can't remember them all probably also you, another reason do you think as well you think more of rather than specific verses you think of Themes. Themes, teachings. Yeah, like like a focal point of what that... I don't know if it's just how my brain works. I quite often can't remember where things came from. I just know that they're in there. They're there somewhere, yeah. There's the, uh, you know, that verse... Oh, the other thing I'm not very good at is being able to say, the give the reference. No, some people are really gifted, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Oh, Matthew, do-do-do-do. Um, I can't do that. Anyway, I think he's in Matthew. And it's that bit about um, when 
uh, two or three are gathered in my name. Mm-hmm. And that is used quite a lot in mm-hmm. terms of, oh, it's okay, because when, when there's just one or two of us together, that still counts and God's still going to use it. I, you know, that's probably true. But if you if you read the bit before that, it's a really challenging bit of scripture because it's all about restoring relationships. Oh, right. And deal, dealing with that. And it's almost like you've got to do, do that first mm-hmm. and then that next bit comes after it. Okay. When I kind of start to look at that, I kind of change that one little verse that is banded about, change my kind of perspective on it, really. Yeah, it always um, changes the meaning of it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, that might sound a bit negative. I don't mean that to be. No, it's more I say it's negative, an observation. Yeah, and uh, challenge to maybe find out context. I like context. Hmm. And find out where things fit. I've got a question for you. Go on then. Out of all the songs that we played this month, what's your favourite? Favourite song? I, I really like the um, Prozac one. Favourite song of... Sailor ever. Yeah. Is the Prozac one. Yeah. Nice. I like that one. That was me. I did that. Did we? There you go. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Editor Sam here. That is God on Prozac by Chris Renzimer. Musical Musings 068B. Go check it out. I liked the, uh, uh, I like the honesty of it and the, it, it, it sings about stuff that we don't normally put to music. Yeah. I always find those songs maybe we need to go off the track a bit more with our mm. songwriting and our thoughts. What about favourite oh. song of this month? This month? Well, yeah. it's going to sound, make it sound like I only like the ones that you choose. But I do, I really like I Speak Jesus. I've never heard it before. That is featured in, you know, Abide Worship, a new, yeah. new thing from Plexus Salvation Army I've... on the Plexus Salvation Army YouTube channel, linked in the description. That is featured in the first Wednesday of worship, which was May singing. And it's also featured this Wednesday, which which went out last night on the Plexus Salvation Army YouTube channel. It's Salvation Army Plexus, like and subscribe. Um, which Anae, who it was singing in that episode, she also picked it. We didn't discuss it, we just both randomly picked it. So it's obviously wow. a song people needed to hear. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I was a little cursing you a little bit. Because I listened to it when I went for a run. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared to be running down the street crying. Oh, sorry. So I needed some kind of health warning before. I know you gave a, a very good and wise little health thing during it, but before mm-hmm. it would have been helpful because I was running down the street crying. Oh, sorry. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> was it helpful though? It was helpful. It was <laughs> helpful. But there was one bit where, I was so into it. Mm. So I had tears coming down my face. Mm. Right? Really, it was running along. And there's a situation that I'm trying to support somebody with who's very, very close to me in my family. And I ended up running, crying, but at the same time just saying the name Jesus out loud, not shouting it, okay. but just like as I was breathing. On the breath, I was saying, speaking out, Jesus. And then I suddenly thought, I'd forgotten where I was. I thought, if someone sees me coming towards them, crying, saying the name Jesus over and over again, then I'm going to either think I need an intervention of some kind, or that, yeah, I'm a little bit mad. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it, it was really 
a quite a weird moment where I felt just compelled to do that. Oh, good. Which I, I, I the song comes across as that, doesn't it? As mm. it's like you're compelled to. Yeah, it's very powerful, isn't it? Yeah. And I th- I thought it was a new song. Mm. There was one line that you said that rolled off your tongue, and again, because I listened back to it after. Mm. So I've got to listen to this when I'm not, you know, running down the street. And there was one phrase that rolled off the tongue from you, and I just thought, blindly, there's so much. Can I say blindly? I can say blindly. Where, and I wrote, I wrote it down word for word, what you said. Okay. You probably don't remember. Jesus says when he goes back to be with his father and after he died and risen again, defeated death, his power still remains here on earth, right? If you were going to say that to somebody who's not got faith or, or is new to faith or something, the amount of power in that of, of Jesus that you say in that one sentence is nuts, isn't it? It, it is mad when you think about it. When I was writing that, I was thinking, <laughs> goodness me. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's also, I think, one of those things that in church you kind of hear a lot, but then when you actually stop and think about it, it blows your mind a little bit. And and the fact that that power still remains on earth mm. and with us. Mm. I read a thing about miracles, and they were they were referring, actually, to the same story of um, who are the two disciples who go to the beautiful gate. Called beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. And they then they heal the, they just say the name Jesus. And healing happens. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy was doing a, a like a, a preach about that. And there was one line he said in it about the reason Jesus never taught on unanswered prayer because it yeah. never happened. And I was like, oh, actually. And then it got, it got me thinking about all those stories of, mm. yeah, when he did, he did, he, he healed. But then he went on to talk about this command that he leaves with us he doesn't actually you know when he says uh go and heal the sick raise people from the dead mm. he doesn't say pray for the sick no he says heal go and do it yeah which is again quite different to perhaps how i've heard that before mm. because if if someone's sick i think there is yeah, clearly there's a, a you know a, an opportunity in the time and it's appropriate to pray but he's that's not what he said. He said, go and heal. Yep. And with that, it just, we've got that. It is possible. Yeah. I think more possible than we think. Yeah. Like sitting here talking to you about it, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but I think in reality, if I was actually going to heal in Jesus' name, I wouldn't feel able as me. Yeah. Well, you don't have people. to do it as you. I know. Quite right. But then you've got other people like... Doctors who just go and do it for the job. Yeah. yeah. Not all in Jesus' name. So some, some in Jesus' name. Yeah. I probably had, but yeah. Don't know where I was going with that thought. <laughs> <laughs> but do you reckon the two disciples that said, you know, be healed, do you think they questioned it or do you think they just knew and said it? I don't know because I feel like for it to work, don't you have to know in your heart that it'll work? I don't know how it works. I don't think I'll ever know. I think it's about that. I think you'd feel. I think there's an element there in that in that story where almost like they were com- compelled mm. to say it. Something there was that this is the only option, right? That will work. It's, it, 
surely, because if you have time to think about it, if they'd had time to question it as humans, you'd talk yourself out of it, surely. There yeah. must have been something going on in them. Yeah, it was just to go, yeah, a power of some kind, yeah. an authority. And we, 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 and me and you sat here now, we've got that same authority mm. through the name of Jesus, which is what we do doing sat here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we almost need to make it make it more like in the church, in some churches, is maybe less healing is less common than others because we don't talk about it. Mm. Whereas like you said, those disciples they didn't really think about it because it's just subconscious. They just went and did it. Mm. But it's not in our subconscious, it's not in my subconscious to just think if I say be healed, then they will be healed in Jesus' name. Maybe it's because we don't do it because we're scared that it's not going to work. And then we yeah, silly. could be, yeah. I had another good quote. It says, we define our ministry by our gifts and talents, but Jesus defines our ministries by what we can't do. So it's more like you're totally reliant on God's mm. impossible possibilities yeah, rather than our, our own gifts and talents. Mm. And maybe that's it. Maybe we overthink it. Maybe we, we think of the problems and thinking... Well, I know. I think human terms, well, that can't be possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get all insecure, like you said, when you start to think, oh, I'll be made to look stupid if it don't work. And yeah, but it's not about that, us at all. Yeah, and that's when it, well, it's not going to work, is it? Because it's yeah. not done in the right way, or not or not the right way, in, not done under his name kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. I hate to move on, but I'm going to move on. Move on. Ian, as Job, in heaven, which if you've seen the video, we'll see him as a force ghost. He is Job in a lovely crisp white shirt. I think it, it's blue, this, isn't it? It's blue. Yeah. It's blue glow. I think if you do get the opportunity to not just listen to the podcast, this is a good example for when you can watch the accompanying video. Yes. At this is this time it's at our neighboring YouTube channel, Sailor Our Time to Pause. Which, if you go on our channels, they're all linked. You can find them all on any of them. So, like and subscribe. Yeah. So, Ian is a false ghost. Quite, quite entertaining. It's quite entertaining. There is a line in in what he said, which is not funny by any means, but made me laugh. Okay. <laughs> so, can I confess it now? Confess your sins. <laughs> when it, when it's, when he's getting advice from other people. Mm. Yeah. And as he, his wife says to him, why not curse God and die? Yeah. I'm like, that's all right for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. I'm, 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 no, that shouldn't make me laugh, but it did make me chuckle. Like, this, you just curse God and yeah. die. It's true, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that whole, if you heard people talk about the fact that, you know, we pray when, Things are really, really tough, mm. but maybe forget when things are good. Yeah, I, I get the impression with Job, and this is what gives me the, you know, the picture that he's a good man, a good faithful man. Is that he was praying even when things were good mm. for his family, for his provision. He was he. he, he I get the impression he didn't take things for granted. Yeah, he seemed like a solid guy, didn't he? I don't know, but I just had a thought where 
you know, you say it's easier to pray when things are bad, like asking for help. Mm. I think I don't I don't know, but I feel like I pray more when things are good. Okay. When things are when things aren't going well, I I don't know if I just this is one of my flaws, try and rely on try and fix it. Yeah. And then whilst I'm trying to fix it, I then go, Oh, maybe I should pray. Yeah. So I guess that counts. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it does if I'm in a situation where it's really tough and I'm struggling to pray, I think sometimes I feel I feel it gets to a point where it just becomes a bit awkward to pray. Almost like, you know, I've tried to solve this on my own all this time. To then ask God for help, it's almost like, oh, you know, this is a bit awkward. Mm. It, it's almost like too much time has passed. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, but God doesn't work like that. God never says, you never run out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray to God. But it, it's, that, that I guess it's that distance between you and God that sets in when you try to do it on your own and not pray. And yeah. that distance gets bigger and then it gets more and more awkward for me to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. actually, God, I need you. Yeah. And then that bit where where we then come to search for him, I guess that awkwardness comes maybe because we feel like we're so far away mm. and that I guess can feel like we don't know where to find him because we've been so far away. But as Ian said, and as Job said, Ian or Job, which one said it? Job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he searches, he's he's always there. Yeah. And he's actively searching for us, even when we're not, even when we think that he's not, although he's miles away. Yeah, he said a line, wasn't it? I was the one doing the searching. That was Job. Job was the one doing the searching. Yeah, I was the one who was lost. Yeah. But yeah, God was there. God's there the whole time, isn't it? It's, mm. Yeah. There's a there was a story in the um, newspaper a few years ago now about a, a tourist in Iceland, and um, it's like a coach tour thing. And they went to this one place, and then other members on the party realised that there was a woman missing. So they they couldn't find her. They sent out a search party. They still haven't found her. Like three o'clock in the morning. And then they were describing this woman <laughs> hours later into the search. It came about that the woman in the search party was searching for herself. <laughs> it's not funny. No, but it was, she hadn't realised that they were looking for her. And what had happened was she'd gone and changed her clothes. Right. And so the description they gave out wasn't her. Oh. And so they were searching. She joined in the search for herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awkward, isn't it? It's a bit awkward. All the resources <laughs> to yeah. search you. Like but God it, is there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing of like I was that it made me think of that because that last line that um Job says, I was the one doing the searching. Yeah, I was the one who was lost. But yeah. in that situation, she wasn't lost, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. didn't realise she was the one that was lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember. And it was on, uh, sort of like, have I got news for you or something? Oh, right, okay. Woman, part of search, who finds herself. <laughs> At least they found her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been listening to this song recently. When I was listening to this episode, this song popped into my head. It's called Highlands by Benjamin William Hastings. I was listening to it on his album, where it's just him and a piano. 
um, a bit like a bide worship. And the first verse is kind of talking about if I needed to climb the highest mountain to find you, then I would. If I needed to, no matter where I'd go, I'd I'd try and search you out, God. But it's actually so much easier than that because he's already searching for us and he's already there and trying to find him is easy. And my mind went, do we complicate it too much? I found that verse quite challenging because sometimes I don't think God is easy to find, but that's in my own head because I've made it complicated. I've made it something that is not like trying to climb a mountain. And do we sometimes take it for granted that he is so easy to find, so therefore don't spend the time trying to find him? And I kind of struggled with that for a bit, but then kind of sat and sang that song to myself and God found me through that song in a way. And I think that's and I think that's all I'm trying to say. And this song will appear in a bad worship next time I'm on it. I don't know when that will be. So enjoy the song. It's nice to see you, Gracie. Nice to see you too, Sam, as always. And nice to see you, listener. Oh, how high would I climb mountains If the mountains were where you are And oh, how far I'd scale the valleys If you graced the other side Oh, how long have I chased rivers From lowly seas to where they rise Against the rush of grace descending From the source of its supply Cause in the islands and the heartache You're neither more or less inclined I would search and stop and nothing You're just not that hard to find So I praise you on the mountain And I praise you when the mountain's in my way You're the summit where my feet are so I will praise you in the valleys all the same You're no less God within the shadows No less faithful when the night leads me astray You're the heaven where my heart is In the highlands and the Arctic all the same Your kindness extend the path from where your feet rest on the sunrise to where you sweep the sinners past and oh how fast would you come running if just a shadow me through the night you trace my steps through all my For who would dare ascend that mountain Or that valley deal called Calvary But for the one 
I call good shepherd who like a lamb was slain for me. Oh, I'll praise you on the mountain, and I will praise you when the mountains in my way. You're the summit where my feet are, so I will praise you in those valleys all the same. This has been Sailor Time to Pause, a podcast from Plexus Salvation Army, an online church in the UK. I'm Ian. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Sam. If you've enjoyed journeying with us over these last few weeks, join us every Monday. Or any day that works for you. To spend time together, taking time out to pause, catch our breath, draw near to God and refresh our spirits. 
We share Bible teachings, reflections on songs we're listening to, and on what's going on in the world around us. As well as this, on the last day of the month, we look back and reflect, share any thoughts from our listener community, and ask what we can take from it into our daily living. What we call our personal So What's for the month. Join us, making us part of your regular routine, spending a few minutes to listen to what God might be saying to you. Find us on your favourite podcast streaming service, on Facebook or YouTube by searching for Selah. That's S-E-L-A-H. Time to pause.